0: Hello everyone, welcome to Wind Down Wednesdays. I'm your host Paula Taylor and this is episode 56. Just a brief announcement before we start tonight. I just wanted to remind you that I am newly on Insight Timer. As a teacher, you can find me by searching Paula Taylor Energy and I'm working to get more content on there. It's actually a little bit of an arduous process as I mentioned last week. I think I've got four meditations. And then there's three more pending that should be out in the next few days. So check me out on Insight Timer. If you like the meditations or the kirtan, feel free to drop me a donation. If you're enjoying the podcast, you can support me directly. Go to the story notes and then there is a show your support for Wind On Wednesday. You can click on that and donate whatever you feel like you'd like to or you're able to. So tonight we are going to talk about finding the sweetness in life and my story of how this topic came to me is a good example of how the universe sends us signs and if we don't pay attention the first time or two or three or ten, then those signs get a little more obvious, they get a little more sometimes disturbing or frightening until we kind of pay attention to them. I used to make jokes that I have to get hit with the two by four to recognize the signs that the universe is sending me. And luckily I feel like I've come a long way in that, but, but there's a little bit of a progression in the way this topic came to me tonight. So I went to my beautiful full moon women's circle on the full moon. I think that was last weekend. Time is kind of uh, right now. Um, but I was talking a little bit about just how I've been kind of struggling and, and how I've got these new frequencies from my DFE, my dimensional frequency expansion. And there's just been a lot going on and, and I felt a little bit out of sorts and overwhelmed and, and not quite right for a little while now. And one of the my beautiful sisters in this women's group said, I'm going to paraphrase I'm not going to probably get it exactly right but essentially she said it's important to find the sweetness in life with all that's going on around us it's really important to find the sweetness in life. And as often happens with me my friend and I were joking about this I thought oh that's interesting and I and I kind of filed it away and I, I didn't process it in the moment I was like oh that's an interesting idea I'll come back to that maybe and I kind of filed it in my brain and and so that was <laughs> that was the sign I was supposed to pay attention to and and really delve into and and then I didn't and so then a few days later, a week or so later, I went to my annual physical to see my nurse practitioner, and she ordered a bunch of labs. And so my my fasting glucose, my blood sugar, came back one point higher than the cutoff. And I think it's funny now, looking back, the fact that it's a single point is uh, really interesting to me. It, it wasn't high enough to set off any alarm bells medically but but it was high enough for me to go oh my gosh that's not normal and and so I started out I went kind of into my what I'm going to call my body shame cycle and I got a little bit worried and and started thinking about diet and and as a testament to all the work that I've done over this past year letting go of the core beliefs that I was carrying about weight and worth and and all of that stuff, that only lasted a few minutes. Six months ago, maybe less, I would have been on the Weight Watchers website signing myself back up at, at that one point over number. And this time I didn't do that. I was like, oh, this is interesting, but I've been really working on intuitive eating, and and I'm starting to really listen to my body and trust my body, and, and it's definitely a process after a lifetime of trying to control my body. Trying to listen to my body has been a process for sure, but but I'm getting to a place where I feel good about it. I feel like I'm ready to keep listening and keep going, And and so I didn't go very far down that rabbit hole of freaking out about what I was eating and and was I eating the right things and Instead, I started thinking about all of the things we've been talking about in these last few weeks to maybe months about how fear can be tricky and and excavation and the idea that under the surface of what we see, there's so much more going on that we need to pay attention to. So I decided to look under the surface of that and so whenever I'm confronted with a with a physical issue and I'm not quite sure what to do with it, there's always an energetic component and an emotional component to anything physically that's going on. And it's kind of a chicken and an egg idea, you know, did the energy shift and then the physical thing started and then the emotion followed did the emotion start and then the physical and then the energetic it's so interconnected it's really it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter what's important to know is that there is a component to to any physical illness there's an emotional component and an energetic component and you really can't separate those so my go to for when i'm wondering about what's going on with a physical specific physical thing is my trustee Louise Hay. Uh, you can heal your life. This is, she's got. She had a ton of books. She was an amazing woman, and I just wanted to show this because this is the original book that I was gifted by my beloved mentor Sherry, who I talked about a couple months ago, who left her earthly body this year, and so I just I treasure this. I actually have more than one copy of this, but this is my original copy. So if you look in this book, there. There's a list of all these different physical issues, and then what the the accompany accompanying emotional issue tends to be. And again, like anything else, this is one of those things. It's like reading tarot cards. It can help you see below the surface. Does it always apply to everyone? Maybe not. But but I found it to be very useful and very insightful. <laughs> and in this case, I was like, oh, this blood blood sugar thing is like. I didn't hear the sign when my friend said this in the in the circle. So I had to get a, a bigger sign, which was this little bit of a health scare. I don't know if scare is the right word. So I looked up the pancreas because that's what regulates your blood sugar. And what it said in Louise Hay, I wrote it down word for word and now I can't find it in my notes. The pancreas represents the sweetness of life. And I have to say as soon as I read that, I was just like, Oh no. Like I had this big moment of just kind of like hitting my hand against my head, like mentally, emotionally, like, Oh, I should have listened when she said that a week or so ago, 10 days ago, because then maybe my labs would have come back normal because clearly I needed a wake up call about looking for the sweetness in life. And um, so that's a good example of how the universe will send kind of gentle signals until it, you know, they keep getting a little less gentle. And so hopefully now I have seen this and that's the last sign I need. And, and the next time I get my blood sugar tested, I fully expect it to be normal, especially after the amazing sweetness practice that I hope you will join me in. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. So I want to talk a little bit about what sweetness is. And I want to talk a little bit about that aha moment. I kind of got into it and then I distracted myself. So I had this big aha moment. First of all, it was like, oh, where have I heard this before? I, clearly I'm supposed to be paying attention to this. So that was the first part of it. And then the second part of it was this huge realization, because I had just been thinking about my diet and my my relationship with food. I had this huge reali- realization that I've really been taking the definition of sweetness pretty literally, which would be the taste of sweetness. So I've been looking for the sweetness in my life through food, not anywhere else, just through food. And and the minute that I had that realization, it seemed very obvious to me all of a sudden that there's so many other ways to experience sweetness. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But in the moment that I was having this kind of epiphany, I was, I was actually walking on my treadmill and I was looking out the window into my backyard and, and I saw all of the plants in my backyard and how green they are because we've had a ton of rain this year for our monsoon season in Arizona and that's, that's not been typical the last few years. So it's very vibrant in my yard. And then I looked up past my yard and I could see a bit of the mountains in the distance. And all of a sudden in that moment, I realized there's so much sweetness to be seen here, to be experienced, and my heart just kind of opened and then I was flooded with gratitude and then I realized that's what we're going to talk about this week for Wind Down Wednesday. So I want to talk a little bit about, first of all, what is sweetness? What is my definition of sweetness? And 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 what's the difference between sweetness and gratitude? Because you're going to find as we talk about this, it may be a semantic difference. And you'll probably, you could ask five different people and they may tell you five different things. This is just my opinion about this. But my, my feeling about sweetness versus gratitude is that sweetness happens in the moment. When we are in the present moment and experiencing something that we deem to be sweet that's that sweetness and oftentimes it is it's associated with our senses it's associated with that sense of taste that's the kind of literal definition that i think i've been stuck on but but then i had that experience in my big epiphany my big aha moment that that sweetness exists in in what we see and in what we smell, you know, having a smell that reminds you of something from your childhood, for example, can be so sweet. Sometimes it can be bittersweet, but there's that sweetness there. I mean, I'm a sound person and music is a huge part of my life. Music and sound. Earlier today, I was listening to a beautiful album from Stephen Halpern, who's one of my favorite sound healers. And it was a, an entrainment with ocean noises. And that was so sweet. But I haven't thought about it in that way before and we're going to talk a little bit more about that as well. So then there's the touch of sweetness, you know, petting the softness maybe of your pet of your little poodle who I'm going to talk about (laughs) because we're, we're going to get back to the bittersweet a little bit too because sometimes sweetness is accompanied with a little bit of bitter or right after the sweet there's bitter. And then I would also say that sweetness is is an emotional experience as well, and sometimes that's a that is a sense related. It's like you you have the sent the sensory experience, and then you have the emotional experience that kind of accompanies that. And sometimes it's a spontaneous emotional experience. Sometimes you just get flooded with this feeling of sweetness kind of out of nowhere, which I would also say is kind of a little bit like grace. So again, we're kind of getting into the semantics of words here. We don't need to go too far down that path. But what I will say is that I think that sweetness absolutely leads to gratitude. And to me, gratitude is something more like you're looking back on something that's already happened. And again, this is just my experience of it. I'm sure a lot of people have different definitions of, of how they experience gratitude. But to me, gratitude is like when I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, like last, I think it was last week or the week before I was talking about you know, all of the things that have to happen to get you to a certain point when i look back at those things then i feel this expansion of gratitude and these are both expansive feelings that's the important thing so when i had my experience of sweetness where i looked out and and suddenly i felt the sweetness and and i felt this expansion then the gratitude came right after because it was like oh the relief of having this expansion in a time that's that has felt a little bit contracted to me So last week we talked about negativity, we talked about finding negativity in our body, we did a little bit of work to try to move that energy of negativity. And I think that sweetness is the antidote to negativity. So this is a little bit of a continuation of what we talked about last week in that you know, I've recognized my negativity, I'm working to release it, but what do I replace that with? Where do I go from here? Especially if you have been in a state of negative thought patterns which I think we all have a little bit about certain things and you know I've mentioned my negative thought patterns around kind of food and appearance your negative thought patterns could be around something totally different around money or relationships there's all sorts of things and I think most of us have some negative thought patterns that we have picked up over the years and especially you know depending on if you do have a background of trauma I think that's we fight with negativity a little bit so it's one thing to say like let's let go of negativity but especially if that's kind of your been your go-to in the past then it's like what do i replace this with where do i go from here you know and and it's a process it's a transition you don't release all your negativity one day and then like you're just a positive beam of sunshine that's not that's not really how life works in general anybody who tells you that everything is a positive beam of sunshine is frankly lying or totally out of touch with their emotional state so i think that introducing this practice of noticing sweetness of finding sweetness is really that antidote negativity. It's how we start to shift our perception because negativity is really just a perception. It's kind of having a dark view of things. right? So if instead of focusing on that darkness, we start to focus on even within darkness, the sweetness that exists. And the first thing that came to my mind when I thought about this was how much sweetness there was when my dad was in hospice and dying and and that was a negative time it was really difficult and and there was so much grief and and so much loss but within that there were these just beautiful moments of sweetness of connection between let's say me and him or between him and another family member there were times when i would go sit outside in this little garden area and just be fully present in the moment and there was sweetness there so this is about perception. And it's also about recognizing that we're looking for moments of sweetness. We're not looking to, again, be fully positive in every moment because that's just not how life works. And (laughs) my example for this, I mentioned my little poodle Wendell, so, as I was having this big epiphany, and I, the whole rest of the day, I was like, oh, there's so much sweetness, and there's sweetness here, and there's sweetness here. And so, I was thinking about my little poodle, Wendell, and, and he is a very sweet dog, and he's very loyal and devoted to me, and he follows me around, and, and he's just so soft, and, and I love him, and he, he loves to be held and cuddled. And as I was like thinking this, and I had all this sweetness, then my husband came in and said, well, Wendell peed on your shoes. <laughs> and it's like oh that takes me out of the sweetness pretty quickly and so there's that bitter that goes with the sweet right so so this up and down i mean this is this is a part of life and i think sometimes especially when we do we get caught in this negative loop and and these these tapes run in our mind this monkey mind this chatter of that sort of negativity of you know scarcity and and unworthiness and whatever else it is that we talk about really often, we get stuck in that. And it's hard sometimes to know how to break out of that. So I think that even if you spent a whole day stuck in negativity, but you found one moment of sweetness, and you really appreciated that moment of sweetness, then maybe the next day, you'll find two moments of sweetness. And then the next day you'll find three and and so on. And and so we look for balance again. We're not looking to live only in the light because that doesn't exist without light, without shadow, there is no light. Right. So life is all about balance, but if you feel like I have recently, like like your balance has been off a little bit and you're a little bit on the darker side of, you know, you're not quite at that balance. And we do, you know, sometimes we shoot up into the stratosphere, We, especially in the spiritual work, we have really expansive moments like I did the other day, you know, and then we kind of go back down and, and and ultimately there's balance there. It's like a teeter totter. But sometimes we get kind of stuck, you know, it's like there's Someone lighter at the top of the teeter-totter and we're kind of on the bottom and, and, and stuck in that negativity. So I think this practice of sweetness is just a perfect antidote to kind of bring that balance back up a little bit. So the thing I love about this is that we can't always or sometimes at all change our external circumstances, but we can change our perception and that's what we're talking about here. So, before we get into our meditation tonight, I am going to challenge you to participate with me in a 21 days of sweetness challenge. And we're going to start tomorrow, and I have to say, I'm going to I'm going to give away a little bit my my moment of sweetness for tomorrow. I found just the perfect graphic for this and I'm really excited and it just made me smile and, and making this little graphic for the 21 days of sweetness was my sweetness moment for today. I'll count that as negative one, tomorrow I'll give you another one. But I hope you'll join me and, and the way we're going to do this is that each day for the next 21 days starting tomorrow, I'm going to post on Facebook and Instagram my moment of sweetness for the day. And I challenge you to share yours as well. You can share it in the comments. If you're not comfortable sharing you know the details of what your moment of sweetness was, then just share that you're practicing with us. I'm practicing and I noticed my moment of sweetness today. And just like these, when we meditate together, as we, we lift each other up, the sum of all of us together is more than our individual parts. So the more that you can practice this, and I'm going to practice it kind of out in the open and and open myself up to encourage you to do the same thing. And again, you don't have to open yourself up by publicly commenting exactly what your moment of sweetness is. I would love it if you felt comfortable, but if you're not comfortable with that, just, just say, Hey, I'm doing this too. I'm doing this with you. I had my moment of sweetness for today. And let's just see how that transforms our perception. You know, I've I've been paying attention to this since Monday is when I had this this kind of shift in my own perception. And I already feel that that lightness coming back in a little bit. A little bit of that negativity is lifting. And and I am noticing more sweetness. And for me, this is a really powerful practice as I heal my relationship with food as I start to listen to what my body wants in terms of food, I recognize now that when when I'm craving sweetness, it doesn't have to be food. Maybe the sweetness I'm craving is that beautiful music that I listened to earlier today. Maybe that sweetness I'm craving is a special moment with my... 15 year old little old man Schnauzer where I'm just petting him and we're just being together. There's so much sweetness to be found, but we have to we have to see it. We have to have awareness of it. We have to look for it. And so I hope you will join me in that 21 day challenge. We will begin tomorrow. If you're listening to the podcast in a couple of weeks, you'll you'll be joining us maybe around day 14, and that's okay, you can start on day one. You can join us at day 14. If you're not following me on Facebook, you can find me at Paula Taylor Energy on Facebook and on Instagram. I'll be doing it in both places. So for our meditation tonight, we're just going to invite sweetness in. We're going to get in touch with the different sensory experiences we've had of sweetness just to open that, the floodgates a little bit and start to invite this sweetness in so that we can be really present as we practice our 21 days of sweetness moving forward. And I do have, this is one of my very specialist, moments of sweetness is the time that I spend with my beautiful bowl that is also a portal that invites these dimensional frequencies in. So we're gonna do a little bit of sound healing because that's one of my moments of sweetness. So let's meditate together. Get comfortable if you'd like to lie down for this one you're welcome to if you're more comfortable sitting up if you feel like you might fall asleep you might prefer to sit up take three deep oxytocin breaths breathing in through your nose and then sighing it out with an audible ha really breathe in and let your belly expand do that at least three times maybe four or five feel yourself begin to settle into your body here let go of any thoughts of what came before this let go of any thoughts of what we need to do after this meditation is over. Let's just come fully present tonight so we can really enjoy this sweetness. Allow the top of your head, that crown chakra to open and let's invite sweetness and gratitude and grace in through the top of our head. Let it flow in through your face and your jaw, into your brain and your mental space. Allow this sweetness to come into your throat, into your neck and shoulders. Allow this bliss, this sweetness to flow into your upper arms. Let it come into your elbows and forearms, into your wrists and hands. As you like, you can take more of those deep oxytocin breaths, bringing more ease, bringing more sweetness into your life, that oxytocin hormone, bringing love and sweetness into our body, allowing that sweetness to flow into your chest and upper back, letting it come into your upper abdomen and your mid-back, your low back and low belly, Put your hands on your belly here and take a big breath. Really let those hands come forward as you breathe in and sigh it out, drawing that sweetness down into the hips and pelvis as you breathe out. You can release your hands or leave them on your belly if you'd like. Take another big deep breath, drawing sweetness in through the top of the head, through the torso into your hips and pelvis and then sighing that sweetness down your thighs into your knees and again taking a deep breath in through your nose drawing that sweetness all the way in through the head and the torso the hips and the thighs into the knees and then sighing that breath out down through the lower legs bringing that sweetness into the ankles and feet and sending that sweetness into the earth. Feel whatever part of your body is touching the ground, feel it really anchored to the earth and recognize the sweetness to be had in the earth itself. All of the amazing natural beauty and wonder that exists on this planet. Let yourself feel that sweetness for a moment, the sweetness of flowers and plants of food that grows from the earth for us, of all the animals that exist here, of rock formations and mountains and rivers and oceans. Let yourself really connect to that sweetness of our planet here. Take another breath or two into any areas of tension that remain in the body, drawing that sweetness into those areas. Really let yourself come present here. Nothing more to do. As thoughts arise, and they will, just let them float by like clouds in the sky, another beautiful form of sweetness if we notice it all the colors of the sky can turn, the beauty of a sunset. Let this energy of sweetness really come into your space now. And starting with taste, think about a moment of sweetness you experienced in your life in the form of taste, maybe it was something that someone made you as a child maybe it was a birthday cake maybe it was eating your favorite meal just the other day just let yourself come fully into that experience of the taste of sweetness here and recognizing that tasting sweetness is perfectly acceptable that sweetness is good in all its forms, including taste. Don't let yourself be afraid of tasting the sweetness of food. And then coming into your sense of smell here, so strongly connected with that sense of taste, think about a moment of sweetness that's associated with your sense of smell. Maybe it's something your grandmother used to bake. The smell of Thanksgiving dinner. Maybe it's the smell of freshly cut grass. Maybe it's your favorite flower. Maybe it's the smell of your child's hair. Just let yourself think about how much sweetness there is to be found. You can focus on a single memory or just let that expand into all the different smells that have brought sweetness into your life. And moving now to the sense of hearing, allow yourself to Think about, transport yourself to a moment of sweetness where you were listening to something that was so sweet. Whether it was music or sound, whether it was something someone said to you, the beauty and vibration of those words. Maybe it was just complete silence or the wind in the trees. Letting yourself listen now for sweetness and then coming to your sense of sight, of vision. Think about a moment where you saw something that was so sweet or perhaps expand out into all of the amazing sweetness. We get to witness on a daily basis the sweetness of your child playing, the sweetness of your poodle, the sweetness of the beauty of nature, the sweetness of looking at someone you love, having them close to you. moving to the sense of touch now think about something you touched that brought you into a moment of sweetness maybe it's a soft fuzzy sweater or blanket maybe you're in a full scene now in front of the fire smelling it listening to it looking at it and wrapping yourself in a blanket while you drink hot cocoa whatever comes into your mind here now try to incorporate all five senses if you can Perhaps you're on the beach and you can smell the salt and you can hear the waves. You can see off into the horizon all of that flowing water. You hear the sound of the waves. You feel the sand between your toes. You taste a little bit of that salt in your mouth. And now let yourself come into your emotional body, into your heart space, and feel the expansion of the sweetness. Feel the emotional state of gratitude and sweetness that is triggered when you're focusing on the sweet. Let yourself come into whatever moment of sweetness calls you now. with all of the senses, or just one or two, really come present into this sweetness now. Maybe you feel a smile on your face as you sit in this sweetness. Let this vibration of sweetness fill your body and the space around your body the space within your body. Let it fill the room you're sitting in, the space you live in, wherever you're staying right now. Let this sweetness radiate outward into the community around you. Let it touch other souls in your community. Let everyone feel this sweetness who's connected to you energetically now perhaps sending your sweetness to someone you love who might need it dedicating the sweetness to someone Take a deep breath in, breathing that sweetness again into every cell of your body. Sighing it out into the earth, sending sweetness down into our home, into our planet. And again, take a deep breath in, drawing this sweetness through your body, letting it come into any area of your body that needs a little sweetness now. And as you breathe out, again, sending that sweetness to something or someone who might need it. And one more time, breathing that sweetness into your emotional body now, to your mental body, Sending sweetness into your mind to those negative thought patterns that you might be carrying and then sighing that out and letting it go. so much sweetness to be found We just need to take the time to look for it to sit in the moment and experience it to take note of it and then to open to the gratitude for so much sweetness As you're ready, you can allow that crown chakra, the top of your head, to gently close or leave it open for the highest and sweetest good. And one last time, draw this sweetness down through your head, into your thoughts, they come into your throat, into your words, they come into your heart into the way that you express love in the world. Draw the sweetness down into the belly. Let sweetness be your strength. Allow it to flow into the hips. Let sweetness be your pleasure. Allow it to flow down your legs and your feet to the root of your body allowing sweetness to anchor you to this planet. As you're ready, you can begin to slowly move your body a bit. Take another deep breath or two if you like. Make any sounds that you'd like that are calling to you. Sweetness is in our identity. Sad Sad nam. As you're ready, you can open your eyes. Be gentle with yourself as you come back into the room notice if you feel lighter if your energy is shifted if your body feels different thank you so much for joining me please join me in the 21 days of sweetness even if you're hearing this in two weeks and we're on day 14 you are welcome to join us and perhaps we will even extend our practice Have a beautiful rest of your night. Have a sweet rest of your week. And I will see you next week for Wine on Wednesday.